Welcome everyone to the Mr. Mike Podcast, Wrong Answers Only. This is the part two episode of The Man of a Thousand Jobs with Mr. D as he explains his trip coming back to Montreal from out west from Calgary and he goes on to explain some of his job experiences and other jobs he picked up, one of them being working at CCM for a little bit and then we'll get to eventually get to part three. So uh, enjoy! listeners out there and this is part two of Mr. D's job experience in his life. When I left off I was talking to you about how I had enough of my experience in Calgary and I wanted to come back to Montreal. Now like I said in the last segment I flew from Montreal to Calgary by plane but going back to Montreal from Calgary I drove all the way there. And let me tell you, that is one experience I will never forget. When I drove or started driving from Calgary, Alberta to Montreal, I remember leaving thinking, this is going to be pretty interesting. The second I left Alberta, I hit Saskatchewan. If anybody doesn't know, Saskatchewan is kind of like in the middle of Canada. I remember growing up, they used to tell me there's nothing in Saskatchewan. Yeah, they have Regina and Saskatoon. Those are cities. But as far as what to see, there is nothing there. There's one thing I learned. Driving for hours in Saskatchewan is dangerous. Not because you're going to hit a bear or anything. It's just because you can fall asleep on the wheel. You've heard the expression, I was dying of boredom. Well, there you can actually die of boredom. You can probably fall asleep and drive your car off the road and hit a tree or something. So that was my experience in Saskatchewan. I remember when I arrived in Regina, Saskatchewan, I had an aunt that was living there. Now she wasn't in Regina at the time because she was in Prince Edward Island, Canada on vacation. But I remember my cousin or her daughter was staying there for maybe a month or I forget what was the case. Anyway, she was home. I stopped off at their place for the night where I figured I'll sleep over for one night and then I'll be back on the road again. The following day I was up at 7 in the morning by 7:20, I was already on the road. Then I went from Regina all the way through Thunder Bay. The ride as I was leaving Regina was pretty good. Then I remember when I hit Winnipeg I got lost and I had to get back on the 401 which stretches from Vancouver all the way to Nova Scotia, Canada. It is maybe the longest road in the world, if not one of the longest. I know it's one of the longest roads in the world. I wanted to ask someone for direction. So I parked, I forget where, but I know it was not in downtown Winnipeg. Not even five minutes later, I saw drunks, homeless people hovering around my truck. It looked almost like a zombie invasion. I almost had to shrugged them off. Nothing happened. I was able to get in my car and I kept on going. After I got out of Winnipeg, I noticed there was a lot more trees and even the scenery looked better. You were surrounded with a lot of 
timber or spruce you call it. Some other people even call it pine trees. But it was full of it everywhere. And you had these two-lane highways where it looked almost picturesque. It was very green. They had a lot of very nice lakes. And it just got better as I got into Ontario, which is another one of our uh, provinces. I remember filling up just after I crossed into the Ontario border. I figured I'll be good till maybe two hours from now. I did not see a gas pump for almost five hours. I almost ran out of gas. Finally, when I got to my destination for the night, which was called Thunder Bay, it's really north of uh, Ontario, I found one gas station. My little ticker, you know what that's on your um, emergency gas tank? It got lit. I probably had like 45 kilometers before I was just gonna stop. It did not get to that point. I was that lucky. I slept in Thunder Bay for the night and it was late. I think it was like 12 or 12.30 when I arrived. I literally drove over 16 hours. I think it was 16 and a half, maybe pushing 17 hours. It was the longest drive I've ever had in my life. Next morning, it was the same thing. I ate something and I was on the road again. I went from Thunder Bay all the way to Sudbury. Now, the drive was only 10 hours, but I have to say going from Thunder Bay to Sudbury was probably one of the nicest sceneries I've ever seen. Because as you're going out of Thunder Bay, you're driving along a cliff and you can see Lake Superior. And I remember it was almost like something that you'd see out of a movie. The water was very blue, the cliffs were going up and down, and even when I arrived in Sudbury, there was cliffs all around that city. So it was something to see anyway. That to me was probably the nicest part of Canada that I've ever seen. And I was in Atlantic Canada where they have red soil and red sand. You'd think that Moses turned the land red. It looks like something from the Bible, to me anyway. When I arrived in Sudbury, it was late, I remember, again, and I just wanted to go to bed. Finally, I found the place, I went to bed, and I must have slept 10 hours or 11 hours. I had a good night's sleep. Now, the next morning, there was traffic for at least an hour to get out of Sudbury. Maybe there was a detour, I forget the issue. As I'm getting out, everything was fine. Then there was another detour that probably delayed me another hour, an hour and a half. Then after that, everything was fine. I ended up in Ottawa, I filled up. I even told Mr. Mike that I was maybe an hour and a half away, two hours away. Then after, when I saw it was like a big placard or what would you call it? Like those big signs that say you have so many kilometers before your destination. I saw Montreal and it just motivated me. I remember driving and the speed limit was maybe 100, 110. I think I was going about 130. I was so happy to get to Montreal. I felt like I was being liberated. I don't know why, but it felt great. Finally, I arrived. I was dead tired. I had all my stuff from Calgary. My truck was packed, but I was happy. The next morning, I moved into my new apartment, which 
I reserved weeks earlier. My next job that I found was with another recruiting company and this was with a company that they just gave to me at the last minute. I ended up working for CCM, the hockey company. This was a company that I thought I was gonna have a lot of fun and it was. The shift was just right. I believe it was from four at night to about 12 in the morning or 12:30, which for me was okay because I'm kind of a night owl. I was working in the shipping department, which I like because I'm an active person. I thought this might be it. I might have a future here. However, the person that gave me the job told me that they needed someone for like the Christmas rush. And they said there's probably a 50-50 chance that they could let me go. That's when I realized maybe I might stay here for a little bit and if anything happens, try to get something else. But I was really trying to find something that this was gonna be a future thing for me. Now, this was maybe around December. They had a huge sale on every type of hockey equipment that you can think of. I remember Mr. Mike telling me that he needed a lot of hockey equipment and it was very expensive and he couldn't really afford it. I didn't tell him anything, but I knew that on this sale, I could get him almost anything that he wanted. I remember the day of the sale, they even had equipment that was once used by hockey players and they even had their own line of equipment, whether it was a glove, a stick, skates, a mask, you name it. Now, when I arrived, they had everything that you can think of. Jerseys, hockey pads, elbow pads, stuff for players, everything you can think of they had. I remember I bought a blocker for Mike, a glove that was Ryan Miller's line, which at the time he was with the Buffalo Sabres. He was a goalie of the Buffalo Sabres, by the way. And I remember giving Mr. Mike, three jerseys, a chest protector, and the padding for your legs. Now, at any store, that would have cost me $1,500 to $2,000 new. Take a wild guess how much it ended up costing me. And that's with the tape, the boxes, everything. 100 bucks. That's it. So, I think I did pretty well. I also ended up buying stuff for myself too. I bought two jerseys and I think maybe one or two track pants and that was about it. Now, looking back on that, I should have bought way more stuff because they even had a cage of tack skates, all different sizes. Now, these skates at any stores usually go between three to 500 bucks. They were selling them for 20 bucks each and I didn't get any. So that was kind of stupid on my part. And they also had Sidney Crosby's line of skates, which go for eleven to twelve hundred dollars Canadian if you want to buy them. They were going for forty bucks each. I think they only had three pairs, but I never remember seeing any of them. I think someone hid them or they gave it to the top managers. But still, it was a very good deal. Now, that was around the first or second week of December. They ended up cutting me just before Christmas. So it was fun, but now I was back to square one. Then someone told me, well, why don't you start maybe a trade? Then I figured, okay, I'm not doing anything right now. I decided to go back to school, this time to go into tiling. For this, I'll have to leave it 
at this segment because it's probably a little bit long enough for just an extra clip. Next segment, I'm going to give you the third and final chapter, I guess, of all the jobs and all the job experiences that I've had. So please join me in the third and final segment of this job series, if you will, of Mr. D. Hope you'll come and join me on the third segment and I'll see you then. Bye-bye.